Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. That's my boss. Yep. Yeah, one of my bosses. Did he? Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You think I'm kidding? No. No. I work for him. Right. For BMF. Which, by the way, I believe comes back March 1st. Okay. So be sure to keep your eye out for episode four and episode six of season three. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. There we go. There you go. It is Sam and Greg on this uh, 18th day of February, heading to 7 o'clock hour. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks up in Brazelton. Brazelton. How do you say it? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Which way? Which which one is it? Well, I don't know. You always correct me, so I'm not sure which one I say that you correct. Brazelton. Uh, it's Brazelton. Okay. Brazelton. Yeah. Control of the board stays with me. Yeah. Brazelton. Anyway. We were up there. That's right. We were. I forgot yeah, about that. We were with the chat. Lo- Looking lovely, for chairs early in the morning. Lovely Chateau Elon. We were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out up there. Hey, Sam, did yeah. you know on this date? On this day. And we continue a little high school talk here. A 15-year-old by the name of Joe Nuxall signed a contract Mm. today with the Cincinnati Reds. Wow. Becoming the youngest baseball, major league baseball player in history. And he signed that contract one day after playing (laughs) a high school basketball game. (laughs) <laughs> Probably covered by Kyle Sandy. Yeah, they signed. He played a basketball game. Next day, signed with the Reds. This is back in 1944. And also on this day, uh, Walter O'Malley bought Chavez Ravine. Wow. Boys moved out there a year or two before that. Dodgers, that is. And uh, today was the day. Now you want to go see that story and how that was not welcomed very well in Southern California. How that how that purchase and what what they had to do. To build that stadium yeah. and how it somebody moved. has to be inconvenient. Yeah, it was there was a whole lot somebody of people that were inconvenienced yeah. because of that. that I don't the same thing happened here. Yeah, yeah. same thing ha- happened here. Some folks were were, were not happy. Uh, so anyway, moving into the seven o'clock hour again, we're going to hear from uh, Noel later on in the hour. She was she wasn't with us yesterday. We missed her just immensely, but she we're going to have Noel. Boy, she, she bounced up. back though, boy. She boy, did. She, she comes into the day, and you you know she's here. I but I'm telling you, she got this thing Max does. And, and don't tell her. This is just me and you talking, all right? And and she she's calm in the face of adversity. Oh, yeah. Which you want. Right. But 
You well, found it. We found it a little disturbing. Well, because we need an answer for something, and we're the ones with the live microphone in front of us. And and because Max used to do that, like stuff would be going on, and I'd hear all kind. Of, and Max would just stare at you. <laughs> he would just stare at you with this look, like because remember, remember, he was like NASA smart. Yeah. In fact, I think his latest girlfriend. He told us because he go he go give us updates on the next UFC fight. But uh, I think she's an astrophysicist too. Really, his <laughs> latest so really? girl. Just brilliant. But he just would brilliant. stand. He would just look at us. Yep. Oh, hell would be breaking loose. <laughs> so I'm not saying Noel did that, but you know, she was she was just observing the craziness of, of my antics, trying to get an answer to something, and, and just being very calm. So anyway, also uh, Travis Williams. Yep, Travis Williams coming up HBCU All Star game. Um, and he is at the NBA All-Star Weekend, which HBCU teams were on display last night at Virginia Union against Winston-Salem. So he's going to talk about that, but also about his All-Star game and a little bit about Coach Drizel. Yeah. Someone who kind of helped start his coaching career. So that's coming up in just a little bit. All right. Well, I, I think it's time for me to uh, to head up and turn things over to you and let us know what's going on locally. Well, yes, yeah, just some things. we got some college basketball and we got some um, high school state championships. That were that were that were handed out yesterday. First of all, college hoops. Um, Georgia falls to Virginia. My goodness, you, you figure they would have had a chance to beat them. They were playing and playing in Athens yesterday. Virginia gets the win over Georgia, 88-82 final score. Uh, Georgia Tech, boy, they had been on the tailspin and dropped their last four in, four in a row. They hang on to beat Syracuse. I watched some of this game last night. Uh, 65-60 final. Georgia Tech over Syracuse. That is certainly good news for them. Georgia State, as we talk with Dave Cohen. Early, uh, last hour, they're uh, they're taking off and they're flying back after spending the night in Norfolk. They beat Old Dominion by a score of sixty-eight to sixty-five. The final score down at the alma mater, Got his um, uh, West Georgia was a winner yesterday, eighty-three fifty-four. Their record now at twenty-one and three, ranked number six in the nation, um, Division Two. And yesterday they celebrated the 50th anniversary of the national championship team. It's great to see Coach Roger Kaiser and uh, some of the players from that team that were able to be in attendance yesterday. And over in the AU Center, uh, as we talk with Eric about this game and how big it was and how the fire marshals are going to you know, lock the door if you don't get there <laughs> three hours ahead of time. Um, Morehouse was up by three at halftime but they lose by three in the end. Clark Atlanta beats them 68-65. So Clark Atlanta takes both games this season. Maybe they'll see each other in the conference tournament, but uh, they beat them at Clark Atlanta, and Clark Atlanta beat them at Morehouse uh, yesterday. Big crowd, uh, great atmosphere for Clark Atlanta with the win. So we watch and see if those teams, they, they, they could meet in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the conference tournament. We'll see what's going on with that. We just talked about high school state basketball championships and how the state tournament is about to begin. Uh, state championships were handed out yesterday for high school uh, wrestling, state wrestling, traditional wrestling championships. Uh, they were And they were in Macon. Uh, that's where they were. I don't know where they went to eat afterwards. Uh, but they, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were in Macon at the Macon Coliseum or the Macon Metroplex, whichever you want to call them. Uh, congratulations to all of the individual State championship winners. We're not going to run down all those names, but we are going to mention who the team uh, champions were. And in 7A, um, it is Camden County. They were the winners in, in Class 7A. In Class 6A, the winners were South Effingham. Um, in Class 5A, 
the state champions are Ola. So shout out to the folks down in Henry County. Got them a state state championship, the Mustangs. Uh, in the state in class 4A is Central of Carrollton. For the winner, congratulations to the Lions winning that in class 3A. It is Columbus High School. Columbus High School, the Blue Devils from Columbus. They win the traditional wrestling championship. In 2A, the state champion was Rock Mart. Shout out to the Yellow Jackets. They are state champions. And in 1A, uh, the champions were Social Circle Redskins from out of Social Circle. Uh, they're the winners there. The girls' champion uh, was Carrollton. So congratulations to all of our high school uh, wrestling state champions uh, yesterday. You know what sport got started? This, you know, certain sports you know, have dates when they get started. We're starting to see some high school Baseball, the spring sports are starting to get going. Okay, you know, so you're starting to see some some uh, some 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 baseball gonna get going here. Uh, you know, some tracks gonna get going. You know, your soccer, your lacrosse. When does so, swimming end? Swimming ended a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so swimming ended a couple of weeks ago, and um, now we know that we, volleyball uh, just got up and running, at least well, professionally. You know, professionally. Uh, they're on the road. They're at the Grand Rapids. They're at Grand Rapids tomorrow. Talking about the Atlanta vibe. Okay. Yeah, I've been the to Grand Rapids before. How about you? Have not. Mm-hmm. You you you've been to Grand Rapids. I have been to Grand Rapids. What are some of the scenic? I don't know. I went up what? there to play a, sh- a show, and then I left, and then I drove through it. Yeah, was it with the band. We're traveling all around the Midwest there. So, you ain't you know. stopped to see the. the no, you the, don't stop. You trying to get to some place? You do a job and you keep moving. You want to on the road again? You want to stop and smell the smell the sanka some for a minute, man? Smell the sanka. Smell who would write a song like that? Smell the sanka. Stop and smell the sanka for a minute, man. You know, find out about the place. Some of the you know great great viewing places. I don't know what's in. You know what I would I would take you to in Grand Rapids. No, not in Grand Rapids. I'd take you to Battle Creek. Battle Creek. I've been there. Oh, now Grand Rapids is one of those cities that most people, nobody has been to Battle Creek. And not only that, well, unless you have been there well, or well, you're well, from I, that I'm, state, I'm you don't know. I Battle Creek. Man, we went with, with, um, with Georgia State. Wanted to play I was going to say, you had Western to go Michigan. There. We went to yeah. Kalamazoo. Yeah. And I'm watching the TV before the game, and they were having a – Battle Creek was playing another team, and they called, when they play it, they call it the Serial Bowl. That's right. Right, that's right, 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 right. So yeah, that was. I, I, that's I, I, why I would take you up there. I've been there for that. And the movie's coming out too, by the way. Really? Uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld has got a movie coming out, and it has to do it kind of a bit on his stand-up, but it's about pop tarts. Oh my goodness! Right, and it's well, the pop tarts is the bit, but it surrounds the serial wars of the '60s. And so I don't have the thing in front of me. I'll read this to you, Cassie yeah, Call. But yeah. yeah, he's got he's got a movie coming out in June, and uh, having to do with of all places <laughs> in Battle Creek, Michigan. Battle Creek, Michigan, man. So. That was the deal. The the the, the Serial Bowl. We heard, and we all laughed because hey, you got to be kidding me. That's people's people there in the town said, no, that's a real thing, man. <laughs> it's big, big to have that there. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. I got a question for Noel, and I, and I almost hate bothering her now because, again, I've been updated on what they have to do, meaning the producers now. Corporate's got them doing stuff that I didn't have to do when I was producing you okay. or this show. And so she's got sparks coming off her heels. But anyway, could you tell people where, the, where they can uh, get to the Sam and Greg um, X page and yes. what that is? 
Sam and Greg officially has a Twitter now. So y'all can DM us. Y'all can tweet us everything that we talk about. And you'll get that message because we're, we're in yes. the show here. And that is at Sam and Greg nine two nine on the X. Sam and Greg nine two nine. Okay, thank you for putting that up there, Derek. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. You are. Okay. We got to get some followers, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm that's working the, on that's it. That's the I'm objective, on right? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm we nervous. got followers here. You just can't, you know, touch into them here because they're listening to us. They make me a little nervous. Y'all out there, give us a call four zero four. Ain't nobody listening this weekend anyway because it's a holiday weekend. If you weren't doing this with me, where would you have gone this weekend? Oh, I don't know. I mean, someplace warm, I know that. <laughs> I would have gone down to Daytona, but I'd be swimming down there with all this rain. That's actually where you probably would have went. I and I might, I might have jumped there. in the car with you. Yep, I might have been down there. Right, I'm looking at the radar right now, folks, and we're going to keep an eye on this radar. But there, it's it's a big old green swath that's over that part of uh, part of Florida. It, it looks like it could clear out. <sighs> It's back into the Gulf, man. Um, we don't know. I want to ask you a question. Whenever it does stop, you still got to dry that track. That's true. And so if they're going to try to hold out for it, this may not get started until later in the afternoon, maybe like 3, 3, 30, 4 o'clock maybe. Yeah. The time they had hoped for was 2.30. They ain't rolling They ain't in. rolling in. No. Nah. They got them blowers like you do at the end of the car wash. Oh, yeah. It blows yeah. the stuff yeah. right down, and you should do it from the top. You know, they used uh, to not have those at all the tracks. Well, okay. They used to have different means of track drying. You're teeing the, up, okay. The track, track. You're teeing up a number of jokes. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I'm, I'm, I'm. That's another quest in 2024. Trying not to be as obnoxious. Tow, you get a tow truck and you get about four or five tires and lay them down and you drive. I them. swear, I remember that. <laughs> I can't believe that you brought that up. <laughs> Drag some tires on it. <laughs> but you know what? You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That yeah. would do it. Yeah, I, that's they, like. But it would take so long. Yeah, well, I could compared imagine. to the compared to the blowers they have now. But they used to not have those at all the tracks. They had them at like the big showcase tracks and the super speedways. You know, they had them. But if you went somewhere like Martinsville or North <laughs> Wilkesboro, you're getting them tires on the back of that tow truck. <laughs> That's what you, would get, you think they man. do that at Bristol yeah. or did that at Bristol? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, but not now. I mean, but but yeah, man. Those those short tracks. They, they didn't have those. They didn't have those big blower things like they have now. And speaking of racing, I'm just going to let that one go by. Uh, <laughs> it would have been Enzo Ferrari's birthday today. Wow, Enzo Ferrari. So there you go. And another one that, jeez, um, George Gipp. Are you uh, ready for that? Win George one. Gipp. Win one. Win one for the Gipper. Would have been his birthday today. Uh, anyway, Sam and Greg, we are going to come back and have a uh, – listen, I, I got so many questions for this dude. I, I can't get to all of them, but Travis Williams, he is uh, up there in Indianapolis, All-Star Weekend, going to talk about the HBCU game. So, again, looking forward to this conversation. He will be joining us next. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. And I ain't got Watch Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg Springsteen on this Sunday morning. Yeah, it eight, is. The 18th day of February. It's like I saw him walking down the street. Hey, there's Springsteen. Um, which is what happens around here, by the way, if you've been down to Colony Square lately. You never know who you're going to bump into. A friend of mine came down here and looked and said, hey, there's Harrison Ford. Yeah. And there he was. Anyway, that's not why you called. We have got a special guest, Mr. Crenshaw. I would like you to introduce him. Oh, we're still working on. Okay, we're still working on our guest here. Um, so again, coming up, 
We're going to venture into Noel's world. Now, in the 8 o'clock hour, here's what we got going on. We're going to talk some more NASCAR. We're going to talk about what's going on down there in Daytona. Uh, Mother Nature is delaying some things, so we'll hopefully they can get things off. Tim Scarborough will be joining us, college basketball analyst. Going to talk. This is that time of year. Football's on the back burner. It's time for us to do a deep dive into football, professional college. So Tim's going to join us. Also, uh, Steve Holman, speaking of pro basketball. <laughs> pro basketball, he's going to join us. But also, we're going to I read- want to find out what, what he's grilling, man. You think he's actually grilling today? I mean, he's grilling. Well, I mean, he's got a few days off. But that you know, don't mean he's grilling. Few, and with the extended All-Star break, and, and usually when I see him post something, he's usually posting something that he's out there on the grill. So we'll see if he's what would, doing that with this time, right? Which one of your folks, and I say your folks, meaning in the, in the broadcast world and the journalism world that are here in town that you you keep up with, when they're off work, they do something that you are surprised to hear they're doing. Like when you said Steve Holman's off this weekend, and I, off the top of my head, said, "Well, I mean, he went bowling." Like maybe you would be surprised to hear that. I would be surprised. What is it somebody does? One of these folks Steve do. Steve would be surprised. That's what I'm saying. So, what is it that Steve Holman could 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 could, could tap out on X or send you an email and say, Sam, I went and did boom during my time off. That would surprise you. We went to Daytona. Okay, well, race, that's I, don't, what I'm I don't think I don't I don't think he would go he would go go down to that. Okay, you know, I mean, somebody that does what he does, the last thing you probably want to go through is something with a crowd. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think he wouldn't want to do anything with with a crowd. So he won't be at the Roxy tonight at the Kevin Hart show. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> okay. He ain't trying to do anything with the crowd, man. He's just I trying think to that's get, tonight. Is it? I'm he, trying to get out there to see Kevin. I got some stuff for Kevin. I got some stuff for Kevin and Will Packer. I'm having a hard time with the people who say they can help me with this that have not. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. you know them folks who tell yeah. you they can do this and then they don't do it. They just then it doesn't happen. And I'm being I'm I've become disappointed in some few people. While I have helped them. And, and provided them with folks in the industry because that's what I do because I'm getting myself into heaven. <laughs> okay, I'm doing what I can to get up in there. You're gonna do your good. I'm deeds. doing. I'm doing good deeds. My life would be a lot easier if I was a bigger ape. <laughs> but you know, you think so? Oh, absolutely. I think all of us would. If you if you could be round the clock jerk, you wouldn't have any friends. You might not have a job, but you ain't got to worry about nothing. And there are people who like that. They just walk through life consequence free. Yeah, yeah. And you sit there and you look at them and you go, you you have disgust as you look at them, but though you think to yourself, man, I wish I could do that yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. It's like basically being a five year old. You do something, everybody's going to everybody's going to take every, care of you. Yeah, every, all's forgiven. Yeah, everything's good. I'll leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, just, <laughs> Bring them some food. Yeah, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. <laughs> Give him a bath. <laughs> Take care of him. It's like walking through life. <laughs> Maybe a three-year-old. That's even better. Oh, man. Uh, you really get away with it then. Yeah, you do. That's what I'm saying. You get away with everything. Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. Um, again, we we will talk more about NBA All-Star Weekend uh, and get Steve Holman's thoughts on it. But last night uh, we started the show talking about the performance of um, Trey Young, and, and and he he did not disappoint. He didn't win. But he was put in the unenviable position of being the first one out yep. for the three-point contest, and he set the tone. Went, went right at it. Uh-huh. Went right at it. I mean, uh, man, it was really probably the very first, very first round. He went out there, and he was. I'm like, okay, he's coming to try to win this thing, yeah. you know. And, and uh, that, that he that he took it seriously. We had seen some video. As a matter of fact, if you go to our combined, uh, you know, Twitter or, or X page, you will see a shot of. Uh, 
you see Trey taking a shot remember, off the court. You know, doing the pregame warmups, and this—you know—he was—he was thoroughly enjoying his time <laughs> up there. It really was, and and a lot of people, you know, asked him, you know, when he was overlooked and and wasn't on the team originally, and he said, "Well, if an opportunity comes, would you go?" And he was, you know, you said, "This is a, a grown-up tray, right?" Saying, "You know, sure, I want to go in there and represent if that opportunity came. Sure, go represent the team, represent the city." And um, and and he's he's done a great job of that so far today. And now let's see what he does in the game. Uh, I'm curious. I can't wait to see what he does there. You know, we talked about him last week. We talked about him getting this opportunity, and maybe getting the chance for some guys up there to get to meet him and really get to know him and be on the court with him, and what the benefit of that could possibly be for the team going forward. As we talk about. You mean going up there and recruiting? Well, that's exactly what he's doing: recruiting, recruiting guys who are going to be free agents and selling Atlanta. Yeah, and 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 you hope that um, this weekend he's able to do some of that. You know, they all get to see him when they play against him when they come to Atlanta. Atlanta comes to them and play against him. This is a different atmosphere, you know, and it's a different place. And you know, guys have time to spend time together, or he's on the court with them. Maybe they've never been on the court with him on their team. And they like they, they like they, they like the way he sets the table for him. I, I would have done yeah. my best to offer a free trip to Usher and his fa- and his new wife, yeah, to, to to Indianapolis for a day or two, just to have him with him making his way through and have two voices from Atlanta. A lot of people know what you got when you come here, Atlanta. But if you get yeah. recruited by Trey Young and Usher, that especially after the week Usher's had, <laughs> that's pretty good, right? Now, yeah. mind you, he might not have gone, but at least I'd have made the effort. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. We good. We good. All right. We we have our guests. Let's take a look. Let, let's 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 welcome in uh, Travis Williams. Uh, he's the creator, the founder, and CEO of the HBCU All Star Game. Joining us now from Indianapolis, Coach. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing fine. Doing great. Glad to get you. First of all, how are things there in Indianapolis? Uh, everything is great here. It's been an amazing experience, you know, here at NBA All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. The city has done an amazing job. Welcome all the fans. And I'm talking about basketball fans of all ages here. And so it's just truly amazing to attend these events. And so just here on behalf of HBCU All-Stars Tour, we continue. Travis, how much of this trip was business and how much of it was pleasure? And what was the business well, you were trying to conduct? Well, you know, it was both. You know, I think we understand the game with this magnitude and why what I do with HBCU All-Stars, a black-owned sports marketing events and media company located here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's just, it was truly amazing. So so I always say it was both because anytime I can get out and really get out and market and brand and, and tell folks about what HBCU All-Stars is about, why the company was founded, this God-driven vision, and why it's important to get out in this space because – our ultimate goal is to help our HBCU All-Stars student-athletes and some of our most brilliant coaches play at their highest level. And so this is the level they want to get to, and it's also an opportunity to, to show folks here and, and, and talk about what HBCU All-Stars is about. I wanted to ask him, is, is there a relationship of any sorts, and, and how is it with the NBA? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I was just at the, uh, you know, the NBA does an NBA Times HBCU Classic here, and it was featured in Virginia Union University, 
versus Winston-Salem, Virginia University, Charles Oakley, Ben Wallace, Winston-Salem State University, you know, the Earl of Pearl Monroe. And so uh, during the game, they actually, you know, we did some cross promotions. They played my video, um, you know, my promo video highlighting the, our game that we approximately getting ready to do in 50 days. So the, And then a few weeks ago, I was in New York, and I got an opportunity to go by the NBA offices and check out everything. And, and so they gave me a tour and was able to talk about the great work they're doing, but also how it impacts what I'm doing with HBCU All-Stars. Folks, spending time on the waitwar.com outline with Travis Williams talking about the HBCU All-Star Game. And he is social. You can go on Twitter or X. You can find it following everything that's happening at HBCU All-Star Game. All together, HBCU All-Star Game coming up April 7th in Phoenix during March Madness and will be televised live on CBS. Coach, talk about getting this all to come together and be in the location where everybody be focusing on college basketball and the HBCU uh, teams, players will get a chance to get their share uh, of the, the spotlight too. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, HBCU All-Stars, and let me, why this is important. We believe in ear and or exposure, access, recognition, opportunity, resources, and results for our proud and tradition-rich HBCUs, hardworking, talented, ambitious, and very deserving students and student-athletes, and some of our most brilliant coaches from across the world that are participating at HBCUs, you know, especially from our four premier black college conferences, the MEAC, the SWAC, the CIAASIEC, and our independent schools, Tennessee State, Hampton, North Carolina, A&T. Think about it. College basketball with biggest weekend. All eyes will be on Phoenix at Grand Canyon University. So the NCAA March Madness tournament has been around 40-plus years, and there has never been an HBCU All-Star game of this magnitude until God placed this vision in my spirit in October 2019. As you guys know, I love, love coaching. 17 years of coaching, former head coach at two prestigious HBCUs, Tennessee State and, and um Fort Valley State University, and, uh, you know, so to get an opportunity to to uh, do this event, to get an opportunity to celebrate black excellence at the highest level and get an opportunity to really put um, our HBCU student ass front and center. Think about it. There are 450 NBA teams. No, I'm sorry, 450 NBA players, 30 NBA teams. There is only one active HBCU player on a roster. There are, what, 28, 29 G League teams. There are only two active HBCU guys, and those two guys played from my, in our All-Star game, the 22 and 23 um, year. Okay. And so why this is important, because our HBCU student-athletes don't get the national shine. They don't get the notoriety. A lot of scouts and agents or whatever, they're not going to these HBCU campuses. So to be able to do this, one day before the men's national championship game, puts our HBCU student-athletes in the national spotlight in this elite showcase. And I think it's important to say this, you know, on CBS, as you mentioned, which controls the Final Four March Madness tournament. And so this is an opportunity to show the world that our HBCUs matter, and we deserve the same opportunities that our other colleagues are getting at some of these Power Five schools. We're just as talented, but we don't get the exposure. And so what a truly uh, amazing vision that God has placed in my spirit. I'm being very obedient 
and I'm serving my purpose as much as I love coaching, but this is a God-driven vision that is impacting the world. It had been goals, dreams, and aspirations mm-hmm. coming to life, but it's also showing others that are not familiar with historical black colleges and universities what this is about. So that's kind of why this is important, Final Four weekend. And the amazing thing that wherever the Final Four go, we go due to my partnership with CBS Sports. Oh, you got to like that. Outstanding. You got to like that. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame.com, talking to uh, Coach Travis Williams. You mentioned coaching, and I uh, really wish we had more time to talk to you. We connection got a little late here. Before we let you go here, the news broke on our show yesterday morning um, mm. about the passing of Lefty Giselle. We know that uh, you have a connection there. We wanted to mm. give you an opportunity to spend some time and talk about uh, Charles Lefty Giselle and your connection to him. Wow. When I first got the uh, news that Coach passed, and I'm going to be very honest and very transparent. I would not be in the position I am in today without Lefty Giselle. As you guys know, me playing uh, basketball at Georgia State University, when they hired Lefty, I was in grad school. And the beautiful thing about, you know, when I was hired, I was doing color commentating with Dave Coyne when they hired Lefty while I was in grad school. And I remember, you know, Lefty was like, hey, Travis, we need you to travel on the road. And you guys know with grad school, you can't get a C. So for me, I'm like, hey, Coach, I appreciate it, Coach, but I can't take a chance and get to see I value my education. And Coach, remember that. When the first opportunity came around for him to bring me back, I was doing an internship with the NFL Players Association with Gene Upshaw. I remember calling into the office and asking, because there's an internship we're in, and I didn't have a job. And they were saying, back during that time, to help former student-athletes transition to you know, the workforce, and just so happened, they said, Coach Giselle has been trying to get in touch with you. I'm like, what does Lefty Giselle want with me, Coach? And I remember calling him and getting him on the phone. And I'm going to try to do my voice just like, Travis, where are you? I said, Coach, I'm, I'm doing my internship at NFL. But have you ever thought about coaching college basketball at your alma mater? I'm like, what? what? Travis, I need you to come see me. So I remember, I can't say, Coach, when I, I come to see you, you know, when I get a little break from it. So I flew from D.C. back to Atlanta, met with Coach Strazell, and he offered me this, I interviewed and he offered me the assistant coaching job to join him at Georgia State. And you guys know how hard it is to get in this business and to c- come back home to get in the business with Coach Rizal, one of the most legendary coaches ever. And that's what propelled my career in June of 1999 to get in the coaching business with Coach Rizal. Amazing. So everything I do, everything that I've accomplished, Coach Rizal's DNA is all on because he believed in me and gave me an opportunity. And so I had a successful 17-year career because he, he he believed in me, he trusted me, and gave me an opportunity. So as you guys know, I don't know if y'all know, I had a chance to visit coaches there about two years ago in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And so it was amazing to walk in his condo, because you know he lived there on the beach, and then to go in his room, his museum, his pictures, his history, truly amazing. So a lot of fun, I'm telling you, I really sat down with him because – 
there's no way I was doing a part of my HBCU All-Stars tours. I was going to Hampton and Norfolk State, and I could not be that close and not go by and see Coach. And so just to answer your question, my career was set in place with Coach hiring me in 1999. And through that transition, coaching, whether I need recommendations or whatever, without hesitation, Coach would get on the phone and call these individuals. And so truly, truly remarkable. Trust me, I will make sure that his legacy continues through the work that I do because it's that important. And so when the news broke, I'm in a text correspondent with all of our former players because yeah. we communicate. It's a family. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was deeply touched by that because you know what Coach Giselle means to not only Georgia State and but to the nation and to the world, his impact on the great game of uh, basketball on all levels. And so, because he's done it at the highest level. But I'm telling you, man, it's emotional, you know. And as coach, you know, I know his his grandchildren, you know, Ty and Mike. You know, those guys were ball boys when they, when we played. And so, um, to to have some communication with them and. And what they their response to me said, "Hey, coach, I always love you," and things of that nature. And that touched me more because I didn't never, I wasn't expecting that when I reached out to them. Just say, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm here for you if you need some." And they in turn, that just shows you the impact. They in turn say, "Hey, coach, I always love you," and all that. And that man, I tell you, I was emotional. I'm here. At, yeah. Yeah, the NBA All Star, but it was very emotional, you know. But but I feel like I think you asked that question. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate you. You're spending some time with us, and uh, we probably may circle back with you again before the big game up in April 7th, but I'd be glad you're spending some time uh, with us today, Coach thank Travis you, Coach. Williams. Thanks so much, man. Man, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Appreciate the great work that you all are doing. I'm telling you, you're doing amazing work, really telling a story. Your testimony with what you do it speaks loud and clear and volumes about you know what, what you all are doing in this space. Love you, brothers. All right. Thank you. Take care. There you go. Yeah. Uh, listen, can't take anything more on that. Noel's World is up next. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You say you were wrong to ever leave me alone. And now you're sorry you're lonesome and scared. And you say you'd be happy if you could just come back home. Well, here's a quarter, call someone who cares. Call someone who listens. Watch Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Yes, it is. Well, why are you laughing at me? You always ask me that, so why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Man. We got some folks right now so happy to hear that lovely oh, yeah, piece man. of music. Oh, yeah, and you man. laughing at it. I'm not laughing at all. I'm not laughing you at You ain't laughing. Listen I'm, to I'm, you. I'm, I'm laughing at the other side of the glass. Okay, but you're laughing still. Yeah, and man. we got the biggest grin in the world over there. Yeah, man. It is time for Noelle's World. She put that <laughs> on. Y'all need to notice Noelle is a huge country western yes, fan. Yes, yeah. And she's going to remind you that every opportunity that she has. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, welcome back, first of all. We missed you yesterday. I missed you guys, too. This is the best part of my week, to be here with you and all of Atlanta. Oh, How about that? See, now we can't be a jerk. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> we, we, we have to be nice. We have to, we, we have to be nice. And there's a couple things I wanted to bring up that we, we covered yesterday that I want her to know about, but I can't do it now because this is her segment. So I'm going to shut up and let you tell us what has been on your mind. All right. Well, there's a reason I played Travis Trent, local Atlanta fan. Here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. That is dedicated to Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Ooh, oh my goodness! So I told you she hasn't had a chance to get that Super Bowl off her chest. Yeah, <laughs> because right. I don't know about the rest of Atlanta, but I feel proven and vindicated because this is three separate Super Bowls, three separate leads, three separate quarterbacks, and the number one common denominator is Kyle. My daddy was Mike and won some Super Bowls. Shanahan. Yeah, that's the only common denominator. No, there's another common denominator there. Which one? Fired. Coordinators who had nothing to do with the losses. Yeah, really. But yet, what was? Excuse up me. With actually, that? let me rephrase that. Three scapegoats. Three scapegoats. Yeah. How about that? Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Because he 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 skipped out on on getting his punishment here because he just went on to San Francisco. <laughs> he like y'all can the oops y'all can keep that. I'm gone. I'm gonna well, try over here. Change planes in the city, so I'm sure he hears about it. So okay, no no problem. Cool. It was you know it was us. It was the the miss block and the. You know, the the sack and the, you know, quarterback has the greatest quarterback rating of all time up until that point. But no, it, it was it was the offense's fault. The defense mm-hmm. got tired. It was it was Eric Williams coming out of the end zone. It wasn't Kyle Shanahan not running the ball three times and taking the knee. I don't and so he skated with that. Okay, cool. Jimmy Garoppolo misses a wide open pass for a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Jimmy's mid tier. He needs a better quarterback. Okay, you skate there. He also needs a better pharmacist. Go ahead. But what was what was so bad about Brock Purdy? Even even Cam Newton took a step back and went. Brock Purdy didn't lose that game. No, he didn't. Brock Purdy did a lot of things to win that game. Um, and and Cam was stuck on the overtime rules, and 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 we'll we'll get to that. But that wasn't the most egregious thing that happened. The overtime rules. It, I mean, brand new thing. You know, you can get kind of confused. And I understand why he felt like he wanted third position, the, the third possession, not the second possession. Whatever, whatever. Fine. Why are we calling a pass on third and one with a minute and 47 seconds on the clock? Why are we doing that? Mm, that yeah. felt like deja vu. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Can't uh, get over you. Mm. Baby, I swear it's deja vu because he won't run the ball. And, and that's ego. And, and y'all won't believe me, but let's let's go back. Let's go back to when we were. Hang on a second. No, we're the deacons behind you. <laughs> we, you, know, you we're right with you, yeah, so go go keep going. So, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to Atlanta here. Oh, so, okay, go ahead. So okay. let's go back. Be the deacon. Well, let's go back to the Washington days. Say, hmm. <laughs> All right, go, go ahead. Come on, come, come on. Come on. Let's go back to the Washington days. Yeah. You get Donovan McNabb. Now, not quite peak Philly Donovan McNabb, but right. he wasn't washed yet either. It was kind of like, you know, this was – Supposed to be a positive swan song out the door. For some reason, they couldn't get along. Things went left. That didn't work. We're going to draft a new quarterback. Okay, here comes the RG3 error. We had more commercials than, than, than really wins at the end of the day. Okay, some of that was on RG3, but some of that was on your coaches too. Okay, great. Then you drafted a quarterback behind RG3 from jump, Kirk Cousins, and then you don't want to pay Kirk Cousins, but you pay Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Because you didn't give him a real contract, but you paid him so much money at these stopgap situations, you, you, you might as well got the five-year deal out of it. So, okay, that was weird. Then we signed Dan Quinn here in Atlanta. Okay, sounds promising. Legion of Boom, woo de woo want to want Who's going to be the coordinator? 
Who's going to be his offensive coordinator? And then we hear right here on this station, the Atlanta Falcons have signed Kyle Shanahan. And I went, oh, this isn't going to end well. And I know I sound crazy in 2015 saying this isn't going to end well. But I saw beyond his genius of scheming and offensive play calling and offensive setup. He's a genius at it, but he also gets in his own way. I saw it three, four times with his dad as offensive coordinator. So, okay, let's see what happens in Atlanta. I'll give him benefit of a doubt. What happens in Atlanta? You alienate Roddy White. You bring in Leonard no hands Hankerson to play second receiver to Julio Jones, and you alienate Roddy White. You know I met Roddy White that season at, at Mall of Georgia back when I was running footlockers out there. Oh, you sold okay. him some shoes? Yeah, I sold him some shoes. Okay. He signed my, my football. We sold many footballs in there, so I got a Roddy White football. Yeah. I said, hey, man, you're my favorite wide receiver ever. Hope they figure out how to get you the ball more. You know what Roddy said? Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Okay. This, this doesn't sound like we're moving in a positive direction as a franchise. So that's the season where we have Julio or bust. Julio almost breaks Jerry Rice's record that year with 16, 16 games because really the only person that saw the ball. Okay, great. We went what? Now we won what, eight, nine games? No, no, I think we went eight and eight that year. Eight and eight. So it wasn't a losing season, but it wasn't a great season. Okay, then we get the Super Bowl season. Everything is clicking. Package it to Marco with somebody. You got Levine Toyolo catching touchdowns. You 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 resurrect uh, Jacob Ten. You had a lot of stuff going on here that was just working, 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 working. Yeah. You're calling all the plays, moving all the needles. You run Green Bay out of our house. You able to score a touchdown on the Legion of Boom from the one yard line all the way to the other side of the end zone. We are Super Bowl bound. Got me in Houston looking completely. Crazy. Let me stop right there. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 <laughs> the game. 929 the game, right? Uh, dot com. By the way, what you're listening to, if you just tuned in, it's Noel's World. Noel wasn't with us yesterday. She would have got this off her chest then, but she's with us today. And she's doing what Sam and I do. Uh, we did yesterday. It's when we're gone all week long. We give you our story of the week and give us a chance to talk about things that, you know, the other shows have had a chance to comment on. And we spent most of the day yesterday talking about the Super Bowl. Noel was not here. Noel is here now, and it seems the subject of her ire is the head coach of the losing team from the Super Bowl. We now resume our program. Thank you. But what was actually interesting about all of that, the, 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 the way it felt, two things, two things that I took away from this game. One, how does it feel to be Matt Ryan on that sideline, courtesy of CBS, to watch Kyle Shanahan flame out yet again? How, how vindicating. I mean, I don't get a trophy, but you don't get one either. Still. So, okay, we're still even there. If I'm Matt Ryan, I felt pretty good about that. And also, doesn't it have a little bit of an Andy Reid feel to it? Wasn't this Andy Reid 20 years ago? The yeah. brilliant mind of the league trying to get over the hump, can't win the big game because you got coaches like Belichick in the way and making their rising and all that. Well, he's the Belichick now. Isn't it funny how life changes? You get to play Big Bill. You get to be Big Red, Andy Reid on the sideline, calling all the plays that make everybody look amazing. You get to get, get to ignore Travis Kelsey yelling at you because we won the game. I don't even care about that no more. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll maybe make him run a few extra laps in the offseason when we get back, camp, whatever. I don't even care about that right now because we got a parade to plan for. But 20 years ago, I remember being in NFC Championships with the Phillies. 
and and Philly always feeling like this was the year, this was the year, this was the year, and it didn't quite get done. And now it seems like the 49ers are in that boat. And with them being former division rivals of the Falcons, I got to say I enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I wasn't sure if, she was, if, if, if the downhill race was over with. Did, did you hit your skis at the bottom yet, or you still got that bottom? I'm, I'm bottom only have slalom. one other thing. No, go to ahead say. then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now that he's taking three L's and we're really going to take a look at Kyle, it's all going to be at Kyle now. No more scapegoats because Steve Wilkes, when you, when you hold somebody like Patrick Mahomes to those few points, when he only scores a touchdown before overtime due to a special teams gaffe, you, you got to look in the mirror. So I'm going to say now that that's pushed to the side, we don't really have to, I feel like we don't have to deal with that anymore as Falcons fans. Now the question is, why not us? Why not me? Why not Atlanta? Why not us? Okay. Okay. Nice little thesis there. Out of time. That was good. Uh, it makes sense to me. When is, when is it out of time? As other cities have their turn, when is our turn? Okay. Yeah. I, I just uh, – that was great. And and the she came in with both barrels on, on, on uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, man. But you said the award, though. You said, oh, you didn't get your trophy, uh, and I didn't get mine. So you when you were drawing the analogy between Matt Ryan and, and, uh, and, and Shanahan. Matt Ryan being on the sidelines for yes. CBS. But can you make an argument that Matt Ryan don't get that MVP without Kyle Shanahan? There are those who will say that. Because, again, you just started with, but he don't like to run the ball or do whatever. But I'm just saying, I'm asking you, do you think he got that MVP because of the way Kyle Shanahan called that offense? He got the and, MVP. And, and, of course, with Roddy and, and Julio being there. Because of, of the way the offense was designed and called. And Shanahan got the great 49er job because of what my, Matt Ryan did in that system. You haven't had a quarterback before or since win MVP in that system behind Kyle Shanahan. But also just these crazy, outrageous wide receivers that Matt Ryan yeah, I mean, had. Let's, let's put that in there when you talk about it. Because I, I mean, you can scheme whatever you want. Julio got to make them catches. Uh, you're not wrong. Just like right now, McCaffrey got to make them runs to, yeah. to get them first downs, and Debo Samuel's got to be in the right place, and George Kittle got to block even though he really want to receive. And it's just it's just the way it's all set up. And if you're frustrated with him, the problem is, if you want to believe the reports, is John Lynch reports to him, not the other way around, mm-hmm. the way it's supposed yeah. to be, mm-hmm. right? So, I've also heard that. Yeah, so you got to worry if there's going to be a change made that's going to have to come from the owner's box, not, you know, not the GM's. But – Anyway, that was very nice. I can't wait to hear what you got for tomorrow because, by the way, we got to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. <laughs> we, the three of us are Reload. back. We lost the bet. Yeah, it's all three days, so we will be with you on Still President's. get two days with Sam and Greg. Look yeah, girls. We're going to be with you tomorrow morning from 6 until 10. But up next, 8 o'clock hour, we've got some special guests joining us. Tim Scarborough going to talk some college basketball. Uh, we are going to replay our latest feature, They Got Next. You're going to hear from middle schooler Allie Parker who was our uh, contestant yesterday. Uh, this is our third week, and we are looking for those of you out there that have 13-year-olds or under, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, friends of the family, who would like to participate in this. We need a minute-and-a-half report from you. So if they're, they're they're thinking about wanting to get into broadcasting, we are providing an outlet for you. That's all coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 